there you are. Thank you for listening to an IPO podcast. Um, I'm going to be joined with someone different today, so it's going to be slightly different than a normal IPO podcast. But first, we need to set the rules, um, who we are. Uh, the Intellectual Property Office, we are the government body responsible for protecting intellectual property in the UK. So if you've invented something, you're looking at patents. If you've got a brand name, then you're looking at trademarks. If you're protecting something because it looks different, then you're looking at designs. And obviously, copyright covers all artistic and creative work. So that's our role. Um, my job, my name is Gary Townley, I work in the Outreach Chair Department and uh, my role is going around the UK spreading awareness of intellectual property to small businesses, uh, medium-sized businesses because often it's overlooked, people think it's complex, uh, it's going to be costly but others, uh, once we've uh, discussed it with them they find that it's not so and then they might apply to protect what they're coming up with. So, so it's slightly different uh, this morning in that uh, we are, I've got someone in from Companies House. In fact I've got quite a crew here from Companies House actually listening in to this. Uh, but I'm being joined by Denise White who uh, has been at Companies House for a few years and she's going to be talking about um, the differences really between a company name and trademark. So as, as we go this morning, uh, we'll tell you the differences, why a trademark is different to a company name and why a company name is different to a trademark. So uh, I'll introduce you to Denise. So good morning, Denise. Morning, How are you? Gary. I'm fine, thank you? you. Would you like to introduce who you are and what you do at the company's house? Well, my name is Denise White and I've worked at company's house for 26 years now, Gary. I know that's unbelievable, but... Anyway, <laughs> I've got a lot of knowledge from behind the scenes. I work on the outre business outreach team and there's three of us that go out on the road now um, spreading the word on Companies House mm. and highlighting the responsibilities uh, with regards to the Companies Act once a company has become limited. Yeah, we often bump into each other, don't we, at uh, various uh, events up and down the country. Yes. Um, and a lot of questions we do get asked is, is the there is confusion, is that people will wander to our, over to our stand, they'll say, I want to register a trademark, um, but how does that fit in with a company? And you'll get people coming over to the company's house do, um, yes. sort of exhibition stand saying, I'm registering a company name, uh, is, that, is that a trademark? They are totally separate things. You do need to have a look at both if you are going to start up a business. So um, first thing I think I need to, uh, we need to answer is, is why would you become a limited company? If you're successfully trading as a, a sole trader, why take that step to become a limited company? Well, purely because of what you've just said. Some, a lot of companies out there who are sole traders, they do want to protect the name that they've already, they're already trading under. Mm -hmm. Also, by uh, becoming a limited company, they could protect their name because we can only have one company name of that type on our records. Uh, which means they would have a bit more power to prevent anybody else from using that company name. Mm -hmm. But we do suggest to protect it fully that they come and speak to you at IPO as yeah. well. Okay. Um, also, when they're limited companies, um, a limited company is a legal entity of itself and it's responsible for his own bills and his own debt. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you get the limited liability status as well, which means if you incorporate with one share, then that shareholder is only responsible for that one pound once incorporated. Right. But in return, we do require a certain per personal information that does go out on the public record. Publicly available, yeah. Yeah, okay. but also it gives um, the company more transparency as well. Okay, um, and I think very much like a trademark, um, the trademarks registry is available to inspect online, so you can go into our website um, and have a look, pop, pop your name you think of using, and that will tell you if anybody already has 
a trademark in the industry or the business area that you're thinking of uh, starting a business in. Yeah. Is that very similar to Companies House? It is. If you were thinking of incorporating a company and you've got a company name in mind or you're already a sole trader using that company name and you want to see if anybody else is using that name or you can have it as a limited company, then you can go on to our Companies House service which you can uh, gain access to via our website. And there is a company name availability uh, search, and they can type in the name and it'll come up if that name is available to be used or if anybody else is using that name already really on our records. Yeah, and we're both from .gov now, aren't we? So it's www.gov.uk forward slash companies house for you. That's and right. forward slash IPO if you want to check the trademarks registry. That's right, So they're yes. both available on, on, on the website. Um, now, when it comes to a trademark, obviously when you register a trademark, it costs money. Um, we charge you £170 for one trademark in one area of business, but it does last for 10 years. How much does it cost to register a limited company? For a private limited company, if they, they can um, incorporate online uh, via our website, again, it's under starting, starting a company, and that would cost £12 Ooh. if they do it via our website. Okay. Obviously, it costs a bit more if they're going to incorporate by paper. Not all types of companies can be incorporated via our website. There are ones that they may possibly have to go to formation agents to to incorporate uh, those types of companies like limited liability partnerships. Um, and they would, they would have a set fee, but they will probably charge extra for the extra work okay. they made or services they may offer to do for the company as well. Right, very similar to like if you're registering a trademark, you can use a trademark attorney and obviously you can do it yourself. Uh, very similar to you, I suppose you can use a formation agent or you yes. can do, but, but the process is pretty much straightforward though. It's very straightforward, yeah. yes. Okay. Where, where would you find um, someone to do it for you? The formation, formation agents. We do hold a list of formation agents on our website. Right, okay. uh, they're in alphabetical order because we don't. Um, um, yeah, you can't, you can't show preference to any one no, uh, company. It's very, very similar to a, a trademark journey. That's we, right. we can't show what preference over one over another. Um, they do have to become chartered, actually. They, they are now the Chartered Institute of Trademark Attorneys. And if you want to contact them, they are on CITMA. Uh, so, again, do an internet search on CITMA, SITMA, and you'll find an, a, an attorney who can represent you when filing a trademark. And obviously, for a formation agent, you can probably do an internet search as well, could you? They can. Yeah, they, well, they can. most of them are limited companies, so they can check oh, them right, out okay. on. On, on you, our but, company but service. But you've got a list on your on your on your website yes. as well. Okay, um, so you need certain information. Uh, very much like filing a trademark, you need to do a little bit of investigation before you file your trademark. Um, what sort of information would you need to actually register your company? Well, you'd have to make sure that the company name you require is available. Mm -hmm. You would also need a registered office address. Okay. So in, in the UK or? It has to be in the right, UK. Okay. So if they're being registered in England and Wales, their registered office address must be in England and Wales. Okay. And if they register in Scotland, their registered office address would be in Scotland and the same for Northern Ireland. Okay, and that's available on the website for people to inspect? Yes, it is. Okay, what, what, I've heard of a service address. What's, what's a service address? A service address is where um, officers of the company now are able to use service addresses and that's an address which is alternative to their usual residential address. Okay. So it's, it can be the same as their registered office address, it can be an accountant's address or solicitor's address. 
but they must have authorisation in which to use that address. And if they provide us with a service address, we still ask for their usual residential address, but that would go on part of the records, which is not disclosed to the public. Right. Can you you search... um uh, director's names then, as well, as well as company name. Can you search director's name? On you, the can, you can um, search director's names on our company's house service. You can search what companies are in certain postcode areas as well, right, okay. just by putting the postcode in. Um, yeah, and you can search disqualified directors as well. Oh, right. So, so if you're dealing with any company, really, it might be worth doing a quick search on the company's house registration pages just to see that they are a, 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 a limited company or they're actually trading um, yes. legitimately, shall we say. Yes, yes, yeah. and you can you can check them out, yes, before you start dealing. Okay, so, and it's only £12 to file as well. So that's, £12, yes. That's absolutely a big bargain, isn't it? Um, what other information is available on this? So the more information you can gain access to on your website? On our website, mm-hmm. yeah, we've got a lot of guidance on our website, so if you're... Uh, wondering what type of company you want to incorporate. We've got all the different types on our website. You can, once you are limited or registered at Companies House, um, it will tell you all about your statutory requirements. And also, you can do your filing via our website, filing for your company right. online via our website as well. OK, yeah. With, with, with trademark, so trademark lasts for 10 years. Your company, to keep it enforced, you have to renew it on a annual basis, is that correct? We don't, you don't renew. Okay. Uh, what you would do, once you are incorporated at Companies House, you do have two statutory documents which must be filed every year without mm-hmm. fail, one of which is a confirmation statement, and that's just confirming that all the details that we have on our company records are correct as at that date, and a set of accounts. So regardless of whether the company is trading, non-trading or dormant, these two documents must come in to Companies House annually. Okay, and you can file them yourself, or would you use... uh, You can file them yourself. We do have a YouTube channel, so if um, the customer is unsure whether they should get an accountant or somebody else to file on their behalf, they can go to our YouTube channel and um, see the process of filing a confirmation statement electronically at Companies House and also the same with sets of accounts. Okay, and I believe there has been a sort of slight change in the law recently in that now you have to tell us uh, a person of significant influence. Is that correct? I I have no idea what that is. So hopefully you can explain that a little bit to us. Yes, under the Small Business Enterprise and Employment Act, um, we now have to, or all companies that are registered at Companies House do now have to disclose who their people of significant control are. Mm -hmm. And that could be a director, it could be a shareholder, or it could be somebody else who's not actually listed um, on our records, okay. who is actually pulling the strings behind the company. Okay, so they're putting money in or, or something. Putting the money lines. in or they've got great influence on how the company is being run. That now has to be disclosed and put on our register. And um, companies are now disclosing that through their confirmation statements now. So it's going to take a full year before we actually get all that information on our records. Mm, okay. Um, now, when you uh, register for trademark, say so you, you do your searching, you pay your money, we examine it, um, it goes through an advertising process. Once that's all been collated, no one objects to it, it hits the register in about three months. Is it sort of instant to get a, a company registration, or, or, or do you have to wait a certain time amount of time? 
It, it would be instant. Okay. If um, you're filing electronically a company's house, it would, provided everything is correct on the document mm -hmm. that they submitted, it could take up to 24, 48 hours before that company is then registered right. on our records. Okay, do you, do you get a certificate with, with, a, with a trademark? You get a lovely certificate. That if you you're can doing it online, <laughs> if, you, if you're registering your company online, mm -hmm. we do send back to the email address that is used to register that company with us. We will send the incorporation documents, which are the incorporation certificate and the model set of memorandum and articles of association. Oh. So okay. they, the companies then can print off the certificate on their fancy paper. Oh, right. Should okay, and, and, and put it on your wall. Is there any requirement to show you're a limited company? Yes, there is. Yeah. Uh, you must show that you're a limited company, your company name, at all places of um, business and the registered office address. And it must be visible on um, approach to the building. Okay, and uh, so back to the searching. I know that when uh, we, we often get people saying, well, when I search the trademarks registry, does that actually any, anybody know that I'm searching on that name? I, is it similar to Companies House? Do you actually keep a record of people who are searching on companies? No, we don't keep any records of who's searching what. So you can't tell who's actually had a look no. at your, uh, no. your, your anybody name? anywhere around the world can be searching all the information that we have on our public records. Okay, so you've got, you've got a YouTube channel where we can log in and uh, have a look at all the company's house, small videos. Um, okay. IPO, we've got one as well. So again, and in fact, last week we, uh, we did one on counterfeiting. Um, and I think it was a colleague from my enforcement team, that was Hugh Watkins, who did a Facebook Live last week. So if oh, you wow. want to have a look at that, that's available again from our YouTube channel, um, if you want to log in there. So what, uh, where, where can we get in contact with you? Right. If I um, need further information. You can contact us, uh, you can contact our contact centre mm -hmm. on um, 0300 1234 500 and there is actually a person who answers the phone, you don't have to press one for this, two for that, etc. Okay. And uh, you can also email in to um, inquiries at companieshouse.gov.uk and we have a two working day target in which to respond to the customers as well. And we are very friendly and we do our best to help. Yeah, the website's very useful. Actually, I, I say when, when I'm, uh, if I'm asked to do an audit on any companies, the fir first thing I actually do is actually go into Company Size Registry and have a look, obviously, to see if they have a limited company, uh, to see who the directors are, see if they've got any companies working for them, whether they're a UK company. So if I'm doing an audit on an IP audit, I do actually go to Company's House Register, first of all, to see if they're a legitimate company, where they're based, and, and who owns them. So um, there we are. Um, Anything else that you want to cover before we sort of finish off? Um, no, we, no we're I'm happy fine, with that. Thanks. Okay. Um, you did mention, I think it was Articles of Association. Oh yeah. I'm not too sure there. What? Why? Why would you need to include those? The Articles of Association are actually the company's rulebook, and the company would have to adhere to those. So, if they've got any problems within the company before they start phoning Companies House for advice, mm -hmm. they should actually uh, refer to their Articles of Association to see if how they can terminate a person, how their shares are, are set up, etc. If um, if they're in encountering uh, situations within the company that they haven't actually got rules for, they can actually create more articles by part getting uh, the members and the directors together and discussing what new rules they want to put into their rulebook. Right. They would then have to pass a resolution and submit that resolution 
along with the new rules and articles uh, to Companies House within 15 days of that resolution being passed. Well, I suppose that's where your company formation agent is, earns his money really because he sort of creates those does he or does he help creating those? If you if you follow, if you um, incorporate via our online services you will receive model set of memorandum and articles of association oh, okay. however for like a limited uh, by guarantee company they would have to have bespoke articles so yes a formation agent would create those articles for uh, those types of companies. Okay, well, thanks, Denise. Just just to finish off then, just to uh, recap then, if you're registering a limited company, it's going to cost you £12. You do it online. Yes. You'll get a certificate afterwards to show you are a limited company. Via the email address. S yep, via the email address. You can search online to search to see if any company is already registered before you try and register your company. Um, and loads of other information is available on the website as well. Very similar to a trademark. Again, you can search online to make sure that trademark is free to use. Um, you do it all online, get your certificate at the end if no one opposes. But to stress, they are two separate registrations. People assume because they have a limited company registered, they um, have a trademark, it's not so. And people assume because they have the trademark, they have the rights to have the limited company name. They are two separate registers, so please check both if you are thinking of setting up a company. Uh, and another one you might want to check is your internet address, so .co.uk or .com or whatever. Please make sure that's freely available as well, because those are three separate registers. And if you're going to successfully trade, then you really do want to have all three. So I'd just like to thank Denise for coming in. And thank you. there are the colleagues here who are going to say hello, because you won't be able to hear them. Um, but they're here listening in to us. Uh, just to finish off with, I finish off with a couple of things that have been in the, sort of the, the, the press last week and see if Denise has got any sort of... Uh, um, oh, no, don't test me. Uh, uh, now, in the press last week, you may have seen, I don't know whether it's re relevant to you, but Iceland, the um, uh, food shop, frozen uh, food shop, is yes. currently undergoing uh, um, an action by Iceland, the company, yes. for their use of the name. Um, do you think that's... <laughs> what do you think about that particular case that's going on? We can't comment too much, because obviously it's an ongoing case, but uh, well, I think it's a quite a strange late. one, isn't it? Yes. It's a bit late in coming forward, considering Iceland's been incorporated since yeah, the Yeah, they've 70s. been around since so about 19... I think they've been around 40 years or so, yeah. the company. They've had their trademark about 40 years, and suddenly Iceland, the company, a country, are saying, you know, hold on a minute, that's, that's our name. Uh, and the other one, which I don't know if you noticed in the press, was uh, Duran Duran, who lost a case in America. No. Um, they lost uh, the rights to some of their, their music, or they, they didn't gain the rights to some of their music. And in fact, if you look at my LinkedIn pages, I don't suggest you do, join me on LinkedIn, please do, yeah, join me <laughs> on LinkedIn. Um, but there's some really good comments on my LinkedIn page about the Duran Duran case um, and why why they actually failed in their uh, their argument to actually get their music back from, from America. I'll be looking so, at that later. So worth having a look at that. So thank you for joining us. Join us again another time. I say our contact details at the IPO 0300 300 2000 if you want to contact us by phone. Uh, information at ipo.gov.uk if you want to drop us an email. Um, and if you want to contact me directly it's gary.townley at ipo.gov.uk more than happy to take your emails thank you for listening join thank us again for the next podcast and thank you for downloading thank you